Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hoi Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Devin Nakoba. What's up? No Kyle no Shogura again. Yeah, but Kyle, we wish uh, to get better very quickly. He's actually feeling he's, fine. He's done. So please he's do not... He's just being uh, his hypochondriac self. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he just thought <laughs> it would be... Well, let be safe. No, yeah. no, come in. We're like, yeah, whatever, dude. We asked him to come in, but he said that he wanted to take one more week, <laughs> which you predicted on the last podcast. Told you. You said he was going to... We should play that bag in a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I so know. next week we'll have, we'll have Kyle. Yes. But uh, before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And Devin, when they're there, what do they do? Make sure that you give us five stars when five. you do the rating. Five stars. If you don't want to do five stars, that's totally fine. Just don't rate us at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's five stars or nothing. <laughs> Finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. We've been getting more and more emails, so that's been great. I kind of like replying to them. It's nice yeah. to hear that people actually listen Good. to the show. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. If you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. On our Patreon right now, we have uh, some Justin stuff. So oh. this whole week is a Justin week. Oh, well, excuse so me, we're, Justin. we're posting our dust Justin stuff up on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on um, Patreon so that okay. should be great sounds good Koopa Koopa Landscaping Landscape Architects you can go to koopakoopalandscaping.com or call Kevin Yokomura 808-722-8685 for a free estimate I've been looking at a lot of houses lately really and I've been imagine th- that I've been thinking boy <laughs> they could really use some Koopa Koopa <laughs> Landscaping so a lot of these things uh, a good uh, lawn sprinkler would go a long way I think. yeah probably you know, especially nowadays dead man. and dry yeah, it's been hot you know, actually, when if you go out to like Waikele area mm-hmm. or um, no, Ever Ever Plains, every once in a while, you I'll be showing property and it'll be rainy season, mm. so it'll be green, mm-hmm. and then we'll find a house like that's right next to the gulch. So you go out the back and it's like, it's like green valley. Yeah. You know, people go, oh, it's so and beautiful. I, yeah, I have to tell them, you know, it's not like that. <laughs> nine out of the twelve months of the year, it's it's a uh, different color. You know, so you gotta keep just, that in mind. They're just doing this to sell the house. Yeah. Once you bought the house, well, I mean, it's, it's not even brown. Them. It's it's nature, <laughs> but you just happen to be in the. No, time. nature knows that you're coming over. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, somebody yeah. might buy the house. Okay, we'll make it green. Yeah. So, yeah. uh yeah. um Right now, everything is brown just because <laughs> summertime. Uh, Fort Ruger Market. Thank you. Next week, next week, we're gonna be featuring on our website and stuff some Fort Ruger specials oh cool so I ran into JB uh, the head chef over there um, when I picked up the food for today and he was uh, saying that he has some new stuff and I feel like we've been slacking a little bit on on the Fort Ruger content so we're going to be producing some specific content for them okay uh, come next week yeah right awesome that means I get to eat more which is never that's right yeah 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 uh, yeah, we always get to try it we're there it's working Okay, you can go to Kumo. Oh, no, no Patreons. Huh? No new Patreons. Okay, that's okay. No, not this week. It's a, We're it's not okay. hurt or anything. No problem. It's all good. <laughs> uh, although, you know what? Devin? What? Okay, so Kyle's not here. We have yeah. to have this discussion with Kyle. But oh. we're, we have these guitars. Yes, and, we do. Actually. And um, they've been signed by the people who've come on the podcast. And right now, we have two of them. Yes, we do. That are com- Completely covered with signatures yeah. because of all the guests we've had on the podcast. 
I want to give them away because at a certain point, I don't know what we're going to do with all these guitars here. I, they're just sitting here in, in the studio, you know? Kyle, when I talked to him, he's like, oh, bro, that's, uh, that's history right there. We got to save them, you know? It kind of is. Yeah. But uh, are we just going to keep buying guitars? Don't, don't leave it up to me because so anyway, I will, I, I kinda I will like say to get the patrons involved them. in some way. Well, what are we going to do? Maybe I don't know. Well, how about we make a Patreon guitar and yeah, then you yeah, buy yeah. the next. The next one we do, we will literally we will give it away. Well, we because should. that way, off the jump. I mean, granted, we said we were gonna do it, and we didn't do it this time. But off the jump, we will know that we're giving it away, and that way, Kyle can make his peace with the fact that this one will be disappearing. And what we can do is we can have everybody sign twice, sign two guitars. Well, so you're gonna buy two guitars then? Yeah. So the okay. next one will buy two, and then All we'll right. give one away, and then we'll we'll have one. Yeah. Uh, okay. That works. And that'll that works. because Kyle, you can't throw away anything or no. give away or whatever. Like <laughs> Kyle's just gonna try to hold on to everything. <laughs> I and you know what? And I'm no better, so I'm I'm, the, I'm not the guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so that's for Ruger Market. Find Devin Kuma ninety four point seven. Go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle's designs. You can go to locationshoy.com to find me. Our guest today is P.E. Miguel. He is a singer. I screw up everybody's name. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You've known him for 20 years, but that's okay. And he's played with everybody. So uh, we're going to have him come in the studio. No, no, he's going to come just walk in and sit down. Is that how we're going to do this? Yeah. yeah. Well, this one, because he's right there. P. All right. Come on in. See? He's going to. Because we never had an entrance like this. We just walks and wow, sits down. Wow, just walks right huh? into the huh? screen. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Tonight Show or something. Ah, uh, I'm here. Da, 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 What's happening? She didn't want to be on the on the podcast. <laughs> no, she's good. Okay, she's, yeah. like, no, she's just, like, I'm, just I'm just right, okay. I'm G. Well, she can she can help herself to. Okay, the can I can I start this first by saying, at the end of this, are you guys gonna perform or are we doing something with music we'll or play what? Something. Okay, good. I'm just checking because sure. every time she I try to get them guitar, to play. John goes, oh, well, no, we didn't talk about that. So I we talked about it this time. Yeah. Really? I overheard yeah. you had guitars everywhere. Signed guitars. We do. And yeah, ukuleles, yeah. too. So we're yeah, good. So we'll, we'll we got figure something out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll do this on camera since we're just running this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah just run. Okay. So um, we'll have you just talk like you normally would into the mic. You don't have to <laughs> do anything special. Because okay, I'll, I'll adjust the... Well, oh, I didn't know this was the part you were going to do. Yeah, this is the part where we cut, and I go through this with PE, and then we talk. But anyway. He knows already. So just speak yep. as you normally would. I'll adjust the volumes here. Kay. And our only rule is don't hit the table. Okay. Because it picks up into the mic when you talk. So don't talk and then do it like that. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. All right. PE. Yo. Nice nice to have you on the podcast. Same. <laughs> so this is how we nice normally... Nice beer. <laughs> the beer? Nice, well, oh, nice to be later. here. Oh, nice I to see. be oh, here. Nice to be here. All right. Hey, man, we um, it, uh, we were talking earlier because it was Kyle who originally said, hey, let's get PE on the podcast. I'm like, that's a great idea. And, and of, of course, course, the person who suggested you come on is not here. I too. know, right? And it's okay because I wanted Justin to come on. Then Justin comes on and I got COVID and I that's can't right. be in the room. So. Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> so Devin, Devin had the same problem. <laughs> but Kyle, right. Kyle wanted you on because, okay, so don't. For those of you who do not know who P.E. is, he's been in the music business as long as I have or Devin has. He's been played with, like, everybody under the sun. Even though he doesn't <laughs> look it because he looks really young. He, he looks look younger really than young. us, yeah, but does. we're just saying. He's but, actually uh, kind of old. Yeah, he's one of these guys, like, uh, you, you, don't, you don't 
you you've seen him everywhere, but you may not necessarily know the name right off the bat. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You so know. which is, which as you, you can tell from his demeanor, it. he kind of prefers <laughs> actually. Yeah, I think you like it like that. That's well, I don't know. It was funny when you asked me to do the show. I was like, why? I mean, you have like people here. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm just a regular dude that plays people, guitar yeah. with. We have a lot of regular dudes, but I <laughs> consider you more than a regular dude. No oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Because you're gonna have some good stories, I would imagine, about gigs and gigging <laughs> oh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Lots of stories. Some, some that he can say and some that he might not be able to share. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So let, let's start from the beginning. Yeah. You born and raised Oahu. Born and raised Oahu. Uh, I grew up in Mililani. Um, oh, went to school, movie yeah. Movie I went to school Kipapa Elementary. Went to Wheeler Intermediate, and then in ninth grade, I got into Kamehameha. So Ooh. I graduated uh, from Kamehameha in '96, and then I started playing guitar actually when I was in high school. Kind of going into high school, so my uncle kind of played guitar on the side, like for his, you know, just at home and stuff like that. And so I remember when I was in eighth grade, a buddy of mine in eighth grade knew how to play Under the Bridge. Red Hot, oh, Red Hot, right? and I was yeah, like yeah, hardcore Red Hot fan, right? So I started tripping out. I'm like, okay, that's I kind of want to do that. So I asked my uncle to borrow one of his guitars. He came over and he showed me some stuff. And at the time, um, Brothers Casimero was really popular back in the day. Okay. Back in like this was like late '80s and stuff like that. So he knew a lot of Uncle Roland's licks, right? So uh-huh. I was like, mm. holy camoly. So let me let me see that stuff. So he showed me what he knew. And then I started to get really into Brothers Kaz, getting into high school and and stuff like that. So um, through high school, I was playing uh, Hawaiian music in the Glee Club at Kamehameha. But um, I never really got into like the reggae thing or the, the Hawaiian thing. I was really into... Um, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I was also into um, so R and B stuff. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Brothers oh, Kaiser, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was all over the place, but um, what I really loved was was R and B stuff, and okay. so um, so growing up, I listened to my mom listened to like Anita Baker, uh, James Ingram, uh, Stevie Wonder, all that stuff. Uh, so I grew up listening to a lot of that heavy, um, like eighties, nineties R and B stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was kind of all over the place. When I was in high school, I played in I played in a band of just a bunch of us in high school. Um, and then when I graduated, uh, that's when I started playing a lot more. So uh, towards the end of my high school years, I um, took some lessons from Brother Nolan. Um, and so he lived on the street in Mililani. His mom worked with my mom at Liberty House. Oh, wow. And so that was our connection, right? Oh, so I started taking lessons from him uh, when I was a junior in high school. And it was slacky lessons. Oh, yeah. So I took one. We had a, maybe two classes of slacky and I was like, OK, I'm over it. <laughs> I want to learn like the stuff you play, like the jazzy oh, kind of cool yeah, jazzy yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he looked at me he's like, oh, all right. So he started turning me on to stuff like Steely Dan, um, wow. some, you know, some older um, Stevie Wonder stuff, some B-side stuff, um, you know, all the way to like Billy Mann, who was a oh, great yeah. singer-songwriter oh, back yeah. in the 90s, too. Yep. But he would open my eyes to all kind of stuff. And we would go through all these like weird um, jazz chords that we never knew the names of, but they sounded cool. And, you know, all that stuff, right? <laughs> and so um, through, through taking lessons with him, when I graduated, he asked me to fill in for his guitar player. So at that time, um, Brother Nolan's band consisted of was him... Uh, Virgil Jeppes was playing either yeah, guitar George, or bass. Yeah. We had Uncle Jack was playing um, yeah. guitar or bass. Kimo Bell was playing um, bass. 
um, oh, drummer was like Hammer, oh, yeah, Kevin no, they, Daly. Yeah, this, the, the, his band was always just full. Yeah, of you know, it was just a, there was a core yeah. group of guys, and yeah. it was like really just Virgil, Uncle Jack, Kimo Bell, um, you know, and those guys really kind of grabbed on to me, you know, since mm. high school days, and kind of like those were my mentors. That was that's the lineage I came through, Brother mm, Nolan, and yeah. those guys. And then after high school, um, right out of high school, I was playing in a band called Tamalai. Which was Taz, uh, Thompson, and Hanale. Oh. oh, yeah. And so we were playing. This was back in '98. Was when I first oh, started playing like with them. Two degrees of separation, bro. Because you I, guys were I playing at Coffee with, Talk. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. Jake, them, right? Yeah. And that's the same time. And then we were playing at Stex in Kahala Mall. Oh, Stex. Oh. So we okay. would do. I love Stex. We would do the atrium gig at at Aloha Tower. I think it was on like Wednesday or Thursday nights. And then we would shoot it to Stex. And then we would do the Stex gigs from like nine o'clock to whenever. And at that time, wow. um, Taz and Thompson were playing, and Hanale were playing over at uh, Paradise Cove. Okay. And so they yeah. had all the Paradise Cove people come after the show, and they would drive ah. all the way out to Stex. Holy and then moly. they were doing. They were also doing the reggae thing. They were just doing the whole, um, the typical, uh, typical Hawaiian, Hawaiian yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know they were like they're all they were all over the place since we were kids. So they yeah. knew a lot of people. So that Stex night, man, I tell you. The, the line would go out the door, down around the corner, and it was on a weeknight. We started playing stacks on Wednesday. I think it was their slow night, and we it would be packed with hula dancers. And, mm. you know, you guys would come in. I think Jake came in a few times. Ernie would come in. B.B. Sean, you know, all that stuff. So I was playing with them for a few years, and it was good times, good learning, a lot of learning for me because I was. I can imagine playing with Taz is a good time. Um, oh, you guys know. got quite a personality. <laughs> you know, they all do, man. Thompson's yeah. quiet, but he's he's a character too. He's so good fun, and Hanale is a, not a monster. Oh yeah, that's right. Hanale you know, too. And uh, that's got to be. It was a lot of fun, blast. man. I I learned a lot because I was the sheltered Kamehameha Mililani boy. My parents were strict. <laughs> uh, I couldn't go out and do anything. Uh, and right after high school, I'm playing with Taz guys, and I'm they're taking me out to the club, getting us yeah, in, doing yeah, this yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. and I'm like. This is awesome. So that was that. You know what? I played with Justin at Stax. Really? We used to play one night a week or something like that for a while. Wow, what a trip. And then one of the, (laughs) my most memorable moments was Henry Capona was in the audience. And I did not grow up on CNK. I'm like one of those few guys, like I started my Hawaiian music scene with the Kyle Creative Boys. Okay. So I kind of had to later on go back in time, you know, but Mm -hmm. I was still in high school at or maybe I was just just in college. I'm, like right out oh of yeah, high school. Right, no, yeah, right out of high school. I, I was right in college because that's when I met Justin. Obviously, he was there. But Henry Capono happened to be at Stex one night when we were playing. And you didn't know who he was? And people were like, call him up, call him up. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> call him guy? up. I don't know who he is. I mean, oh I know who God. he is. No, I know who Henry Capono <laughs> is. Like, and I know friends, and I know some of the songs, but I don't want to embarrass myself, you know, uh, yeah. in front of this legend, right? Right. So anyway, you someone, don't really know. Someone, uh, well, I knew he was a legend, and I know, like, I knew <laughs> friends, and I knew Good Times Together. You yeah, know, yeah. I know all those songs, but I didn't know, like, all the B-sides and stuff. <laughs> anyway, so someone tells him, oh, go sing with the ki- kids, you know. So he comes up, and he's like, hey, okay, uh, why don't we do a Highway in the Sun? And I'm like, I don't know that I, one. I don't know How does that go? And, and then Justin <laughs> goes, I don't know that either. And he gave us a look like, what the hell? Is the in the sun? <laughs> Who are these kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, uh, but it, it went all right. I mean, he was cool and stuff. But uh, I told everybody, I'm like, don't call him because I don't know. Like, right. 
Like, hey, man. It, yeah, when, when hula dancers are like, hey, play blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that song. And they're like, didn't you go to Kumemea? Don't yeah, you play yeah, Hawaiian yeah, music? Yeah, right, I'm like, right, right, right. Yeah, but, nah, oh, man. It's, it's not like Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's not yeah. like Chili Peppers. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> By the way, let me throw this, this topic out real quick. It's just kind of a tangent. Yeah. Because Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of my, like, if I could go back in time and mm. go to a live concert and see any band, mm. that's probably one of the bands that I would want to go back and see yep. because you watch like on YouTube like old concerts with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It looks ridiculous, like how yeah. energetic they are and live live yeah, show. Hang, hang on. You know? So, would you like to go back to when you were that age? Yeah, yeah. So, to, some, okay, because I'm that, thinking if it's you, you now, had, you could have had the opportunity, but yeah, you didn't, yeah, yeah. Because right? I'm because I'm just making sure. Because what I was worried about was you were saying now. At th- this John right, right, right. going back to watch them, you'd watch like three minutes and go. There's too many people. I'm gonna. Oh, no, I'm no. gonna go home. <laughs> it's too hot. It's too it's sweaty. So, it's sweaty. There's, I don't know why. Why do we have to stand? Can I sit somewhere and watch this show? <laughs> yeah. My, my, like, yeah, they're great. But, yeah. Uh, my associate that I work with at the office, she went to go Jack Johnson uh-huh. this weekend. She's saying, "Oh, John, I think I'm getting old because." We sat on the lawn and I was getting irritated at everybody, you know, like they're blocking me and so I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I gave that up long time ago. I, I, I buy seats. You buy the seats you now, buy yeah. the seats at Waikiki Show. Well, the funny thing was too, uh, I think um, Star Kalahiki had yep. written a, her post this weekend. Well, sorry, we're, we're digressing again, but when she went to the Jack Johnson show and she's dancing and people are telling her to sit down and she's like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> And then they started telling her stuff like, where's your aloha spirit? And she goes, oh, what? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so not Star, the one you tell that to. I know. Right? Like, starting away. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> she was like, what a trip. Shit, <laughs> Yeah. I would have loved to see Red Hat, though, for sure. Yeah. I think. Uh, so, so you never got to see them live then? No, I didn't. I was too young the time they came. I think they played at Aloha Tower back in like 89 yeah. or some, some crazy year like that. So too oh. young. And then I know they came down one more time or maybe twice after that. But I, you know, I think actually we were doing the play. We are doing Lisa oh, Matsumoto's play. And this was like, yes, this was in yeah. 2000. You were in Lisa uh, Matsumoto's play? Yeah. I was in one, one of her of, plays. one of the plays. Really? So... We'll get to that story, but yeah. I was in that I was in that play, and that was the year that Red Hot came and they were playing at the Blaze Demo, oh, and I missed it, and I was bummed because that was one of our nights, and I was like, oh, oh. but yeah, so so it's them for me, Guns and Roses. Yeah, I missed the Guns and Roses concert that when they came the last Dude, one, I had was, tickets. That was awesome. Really, I didn't. They were, they were I know. really good. Like they came out on time. They played the songs in key. When was this? Axel sang. It's what like album was this? December of No, it was like two years. Not even behind an album. Something like that. Yeah, it was them and Usher and... It was the year Bruno Mars came because Bruno... Oh. Remember like Bruno Mars came in and had all those like big acts yeah. that can't stop through. The, the stage was set up already. But so this was Guns Without Slash though. No. Slash was Slash. There. This was the full yeah. band? Yeah, yeah, full band. Dude. Really? I mean, it was. I mean, Stephen oh, no, Adler was, was there. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a full band and we all got there and went, well... I guess this show's not going to start till 8.30. And nope, the, like, right on they were on at 6 or something or 6.30, and they hit the stage at 6.30. We wow, went, oh, cool. people didn't know what to do. And then when they when they played, yeah, actually, they played a like really good hours, voice. Right? They played three hours. They played every song that you knew from nice. Guns N' Roses. And they were, I mean, yeah, and Axel didn't throw anything or yell at anybody and or punch old. anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. <laughs> That's what you do so. when, you, when you're old. Yeah, you yeah. Show up on so. time and you can go home early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I, I had tickets. Why did you go? Because I pl- I had the, like an idiot, I scheduled the high sessions Christmas party the same night. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't not show up for my own Christmas what party that I set up, you know? Uh, sure you can. So I was like, okay. And then I was thinking, okay, if I get out at the Christmas party at 8.30, by the time I drive out there, it's going to be 9, and then find parking, and then go walk in, it's going to be after 9. I'm only going to see like half an hour, and they're going to be done. But... I didn't realize they played for like three hours, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dude, they, they started, they went for so long that we, my cousin and I were like, do we know this song? Really? I don't think we know this song. That's eh, okay. It's Guns N' Roses. Woo! Yeah, nice. seriously. So, so Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses, and UB40, which I could have seen a million times, but I had a gig every, every single time, time they uh, came to really? Honolulu. Yeah, and I was just like... Mm. UB40 was great. Yeah. I, I was fighting with my girlfriend at the time, so I, I don't remember much about the show. Uh, yeah, I've never um, seen them play. I yeah. think my top really? my top concerts for me was James Taylor. I saw him oh, wow. I saw him twice. Yeah. Um Steely Dan, I saw them 3 times. Whoa. Yeah, they're like my ultimate and Red Hot, yeah. but I never got to see Red Hot, but yeah. Steely Dan. You saw them here or mainland? I uh, both. I saw them oh, the wow. first time I think in 2000 and maybe 2001 in LA. Um, at the Universal Amphitheater. That was the first time I saw oh, them. No and they were smoking. And then I saw them, I think, twice here or once here. And some, I don't know. Was it when they had um, Buzz Gags in and I Michael McDonald? So, no. No? No, no, it was no. Just I've never seen there. them with, with the group. But, Dude, that one was crazy. I did see Buzz Gags live, though, in Reno. That was oh, dope. Brah. Yeah. That you, was don't, you don't realize how, how many songs he is and how many songs that you know. Do. Yeah. 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 So. Buzz Gags? Busker, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's and he's just yeah, he's a talented. You're dude. old. I'm very old. <laughs> Who's Boss Gags? Boss Gags, Michael McDonald, all that, all that stuff, man. We know all that stuff, but but yeah, you know, I mean, concerts, yeah. Okay, brother Nolan, man, that's what happens. Yeah, so listen. okay, so Nolan, and then also you play with Chant. Okay, so Nolan Tamalai, then from Tamalai, B.B. Sean, because yeah. B.B. Sean was good friends oh, with, okay. with Thompson with Ta- and Taz at the yeah, time, yeah, and he yeah. would sit in, and he would play with Typical. So I started doing solo stuff with B.B. Sean. Oh, Sean was doing drums, right, with them. So he was playing drums with Typical for a That's bit. That's so crazy. By the way, our friend Sean Ishimoto ah, is, actually, Sean. is actually blind, and brother is like, is like Stevie Wonder. He, you can mm. put him on a set and they go, uh, yeah, Sean's going to come up and play drums. And we go, okay. Yeah, right. And dude, we were on a, I remember when I saw him play, we were on the boat. We were on the Star Dancer. Mm-hmm. And we're like, it's a boat, man. It's going to be moving. And he just sat there and, and you know, figured out where everything was, touched where each drum yep. was, mm-hmm. and just went. And we went, what? Yeah. How did, what the? And I'm going to plug him, Sean Ishimoto on Facebook. Yes. He's starting to play now. Yeah, he does things live on the internet on Facebook. You got to check him he's out. That's probably my one brother, of the, and I love you, bro. He's, he's one fantastic. of the best musicians I know. Yeah, yes. like just, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, such can, a, can such can a nice anything. guy, a very quiet kind yeah. of... Well, not always quiet, but most of the time. <laughs> I mean, but he's, he's, he's mellow, man. But he's, he just, I mean, he knows so much about music and can just pick stuff up so quickly. Yeah. It's fantastic. Great guitar. Sorry, anyway. No, so I played with Sean for a handful of years just around town, and then... But there was always, like, with Brother Nolan, there was Verge. And, and Verge has been my brother since I was in high school. <laughs> and he's taught me so much stuff about life and music and stuff. So um, while I was doing stuff with Sean, I was always playing with Brother Nolan. That's That was the constant gig for me. And then, uh, By the way, sorry, sorry no, to stop no, you no. again. But if you get a chance, you should see Brother Nolan live. 
<laughs> he's one of these guys like you, <laughs> wait you wait. should point that way yeah uh, you're pointing uh, yeah, at okay, him okay, like, you should see him I know I know the game you should see him P knows but Brother Nolan live you know I've always I've always liked Brother Nolan I've always appreciated his music and stuff but he is an entertainer. Yeah. There's a difference between a musician and a, Brother Nolan is entertain entertaining. Like mm-hmm. he will keep you engaged through his whole yeah. set. Yep. And if you're a musician, you want to learn about that part of it, go watch one of his sets. Yeah, he's, an, he's a great storyteller too. You know, yeah. like he tells uh, a lot of stories throughout the gig and you know uh, through his music. But um, he's a great dude, man. That's my He's my dad. He's like my my dad in the musical side, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. So through Nolan, there was Verge, and um, so me and Verge got really tight playing with Nolan. And then there was, and I used to watch Chant. So back when I was in high school in my tenth, eleventh grade, I was in the concert glee, and we would do summer camp before school started. And that summer camp, they would bring you know guest musicians and stuff. But um, that summer they brought Chant, and Chant was only the f- uh, four of them. It was only um, Verge, Tanner, Charlie, and Darren. Yeah. And oh, Darren, um, oh, Darren, Verge yeah. would play guitar. I haven't seen Darren in years. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I saw Darren a few months back at the studio. Love you, bro. Love anyway, you, so <laughs> they came, and they did a set, and they did, like, um, they were playing like Maxwell and yeah, Isley Brothers, and I was like, "What? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that is the stuff I've always wanted to do." But I was the weird kid in high school that would play stuff like that, and be, everybody be like, "Ooh, that's kind of cool." But yeah, let's play Hawaiian music. Hmm. So, um, so as I was doing some um, solo stuff with Sean, and this was maybe in '99, '98, '99, 2000. Um, I guess Chant was going through a restructure. Yeah, some mm-hmm. some of the guys um, left, and yeah. they were looking around. And Verge actually he picked me up to to sub for Uncle Jack was playing guitar for a few times right before they broke up, and so he felt I was kind of ready, and I I was not. But mm-hmm. he he took a chance and brought me aboard, and I crash coursed. Uh, man, I tell you, I used to bring my guitar to school. I was going to UH at the time, and I would be at the music department with my guitar during my breaks, listening to music and trying to figure stuff out, looking through my notes. And um, I didn't know how to write charts. I still don't know how to write charts, but who cares? Um, (laughs) And listening to CDs and stuff and trying to figure out the set. And um, I mean, just like struggling through these sets of songs that I wish I was better at. Well, well, let me, I I feel like this is a good question because it's a different style of music, right? R&B. Yeah. What is different about about the chord structure or is it harder to play those types of songs or because i'm i'm you know cgf you know kind of guy (laughs) so but when i listen to like a a maxwell song or a brian mcknight song i'm like what chords are like i don't even know what chords those are you know is it just like a different way of holding chords or I don't know. Uh, I was never the technical guy, man. I have a degree in music, but nothing. I didn't. I was. I had a lot of fun in college. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of friends to thank for, uh, you know, being able to get that degree. Well, I'm sure being being with the Nolan and playing music um, doesn't really, you know. You're out on the road or doing whatever, and the last thing you're going to be doing is like, oh, I think score, I gotta go right? get ready for that final. Yeah, uh. you know, I failed a few classes because I was playing uh, music for the Hawaii Visitors Bureau for a little bit, uh. and so we would travel, right, do the travel yeah. gigs to Japan yeah. or whatever, and I came yeah. back and I failed a few classes. But you know, whatever is college. But um, the, I think the R and B thing. Uh, sorry, I don't yeah, no, try and take his answer. But the 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 R and B thing for me, at least, whenever I watch them play, 
it's it's a feel thing. It's more. It, it yeah. seems. It seems like it's more a feel. You gotta feel it from. I mean, not that Hawaiian music is not like that because there's a certain. You know, when you're playing Hawaiian music, if it comes from like they say, right? If it comes from the Naal, that that area down here, mm-hmm. right, where you feel you feel that emotion and that love of the music and the culture it comes out in the music and the same thing happens with r&b because you can have guys that can sing up and down the scale but they can't sing an r&b lick to save their life they can't sing a stevie wonder song or a or even a chant song like when chant came out with their album the music that came out of that album sounded nothing like anything that had come out before right mm-hmm. i mean there'd been people who dabbled in r&b mm-hmm. but but Chant, more so than anybody else, really took that soul part of it and, like, pushed it forward. And, yeah, I mean, you had people like Tanner. Like, Tanner opens his mouth, and he doesn't have a choice. He just, he has that thing, right? He just, he would sing. You'd see yeah. him get up live, and you go, how do you, what, where does that come from? Oh, even Darren, too, man. Oh, and Darren, oh yeah, and Darren, yeah. Sorry, no, yeah. not to leave Darren out. But, I mean, but all, and all of them had that. Even Verge, I mean, they all sort of had that. Charlie as well. You know, they all had that, and they would just bring it onto the stage and just go, "Poom, here you go." Yeah. But it was that is that love that they have for it that that comes out. And if you have it, you just you can learn how to but, play it. But what but, I'm saying is like, I, I, I it doesn't look yeah, it doesn't look complicated. But I don't know what they're doing. But I couldn't get up there and you know neither neither did I. You know, back <laughs> back when I was learning, there was no YouTube, man. You know, like yeah. nowadays, there's yeah. so many resources, and the kids are really lucky because you can go on Instagram. And learn how to play certain things. There's guys doing mm-hmm. tutorials on Instagram and YouTube, and you know you can get you can get lessons online on how to do all these you know R and B licks and da da da. And it's awesome. So there's so many kids out there, yeah. like some of these kids right now that I look up to. Um, that boy that plays with Maoli, I think his last name is Namba. Okay. I've never met him, but I've seen him play. He's a monster. Um, another kid I just met, Korik, I think his name is. He plays with like J Bug and all these guys, mm-hmm. and these guys are young dudes. But holy moly, they're monster guitar players. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's so many out there, all these young guys. But uh, like I said, I, I think my downfall was like I was never the technical guy. So when it was when it came to doing technical exercises and learning scales and all this stuff, I was horrible. And I'm still really horrible at that. But my whole thing is, like you said, it's the feel. Yeah, it's yeah, to learn yeah. stuff. And so back in the day, during the chant time, there were two groups that I really loved. It was chant and it was um, Pack Blue. Oh, yeah. Those two groups, yeah. I would find where they're playing, and I would go. There's also a few guitar players that I looked up to. So at the time, it was Ben, of course, Ta'aka from yep. Chant. Yep. Um, another one was um, Zanuck Lindsay. Zanuck oh, is see. like, yeah. man, I tell you, he is like one of the top guys for me. Ben Yasuno. You know, Ben mm-hmm. is another oh, yeah. monster. Ben Yasuno, Jesus. And um, I just started, I just actually got to do a gig with him with Justin oh, a few nice. months back at Blue Noise monster and like Brian Kessler like those are those yeah. guys that I watched play all the time and um, I'm not sure what the whole technical thing is I think once you learn a few chords it's that same chord or it's that same like you know holding I guess but you just move it up and down you know what huh. I mean? I'm not the, like I said I'm not the scale guy everything is ear I learned by watching DVDs and VHS tapes of guys like uh you know, like James Taylor, all of his guitar stuff, you know, and watching his band play, watching like Michael Landau play stuff, you know, his his guitar player. Um, but everything was by ear, man, you know. But it is. That's why That's why it's I say feel. It's, it's a feel thing because even like Pac Blue when they play, 
Everybody loves to listen to them play, but they're not the most. I mean, the you Gene, still got to know how to hold the chord, though. Yeah, but I mean, uh, but like Gene, right? The quietest yep. guy, but he was really amazing on his guitar. But you'd never know it just watching him play because he would just. But he knew where to find that pocket and be there. And, mm. you know, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of hard to explain, but you could feel it when you hear them play. And then they, they just had a real good synergy. Plus, I mean, Aliko Boy on the, on the bass. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, what a guy monster, just, yeah. That guy just holds it down, and you just go, oh, okay, here we go. You know, and then they had, you know, they had Sean in the back. And so I think when the, when the back line is super strong. Oh, yeah. Aliko really and Sean already, your bass is, like, solid. Yeah, oh, man. Right? Yeah. Foundation. And you had, you know, you had Sean with the drums and stuff and forget about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's the feel. I, I've learned a lot by playing with all these guys. And then with Chant, you know, we had a nice little run playing with Chant. Um, you know, so many stories of, like, <laughs> playing at Kincaid's, you know, those Thursday nights. Yeah. The, you know, like, that was a crazy time. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I learned how, I mean, I really grew up playing with chant and mm. learning a lot. And then, um, from playing with chant, we did this gig, uh, we did this tour, uh, USO tour in Japan and, um, uncle Kata was doing the thing for us, uh, managing us at the time for oh, a little okay. bit. Yeah. So we booked the tour and, uh, we find it, find out that, um, Justin's opening up for us. And I'm like, Justin, <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? And the rest, because I, I mean, we knew of each other. I knew, I've, of course, grown up listening to Justin, but I, you know, I'm like, Justin, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, Justin, I had, I that, I had that attitude. Oh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> and so we get to Japan, right? And we fly in, we get, you know, we settle in and stuff, and we're all hungry. So we decided to go get some food, but he didn't want to come. He just was going to stay back. So I was like, all right. So we got some food, we ate, and I grabbed him a bento and I brought him food back because, you know, bros, right? It's all mm. good. And um, I guess he didn't expect me to bring him food, you know. So, but I bought him a bento and stuff, made sure he was good. And ever since that day, like we were, that was it. Mm. You know, we were yeah. tight. Just gotta feed that guy. Just gotta feed him. He's easy. <laughs> easy. But then, um, you know, and then at the time he was doing um, demo sessions. I think he yeah. just came out oh, with demo oh, sessions, oh, or he was oh, working oh, on that. Oh. So when he and Uncle Kata opened up for us, I was like, whoa, this is not the Justin. Mm-hmm. I remember, like he yeah. did a lot of James, um, um, John Mayer stuff. John Mayer was popping at that time, yeah. early John Mayer stuff. But then a lot of his stuff was totally different. Like if you listen to demo sessions, that album was not like, no, uh, was it Postcards? You know that last yeah. album he did here. It set a it set a different tone. It's definitely. so different, and he was working with some cats in New York. Yeah. You know, doing but it was stuff. But, but it was great. It was good. I mean, it was man. different, and it was amazing. Probably one of my favorite um, Justin Young albums was Demo Sessions. Yeah. A lot of cool mm, stuff. Yeah. So, and then that was back in 2002, and I've been playing with him, you know, since then. And it's funny because I tell him, you know, you could have any guitar player, anybody, to come and play with you. Like, yeah. why do you want? I mean, I'm I'm horrible. <laughs> I listen to my stuff. I'm like, oh my god, my tone sucks. That lick was horrible. <laughs> but you know, I've come to learn. Like, uh, even Justin tells me, but even with Brother Nolan, he said, you know, I can have whoever I like play with me at any time. But it's not about how good you play a lot of times, you know? Like, you have to have chops, but it's like that it's the energy you bring to the band and it's the energy you guys have together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure. You know, yeah. because you can have any smoking guitar player, but if his attitude sucks or he just brings a weird vibe yeah. or shows up late or whatever, just doesn't sync, like, that's the whole show. That's, you know, mm-hmm. it's about the feeling you have with each other and it shows when you're on stage. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be the best cats, but if it's together, ah, it's like magic, right? You yeah. got yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was one of the things we always said about um, about Nolan, about you know, when you played with Chant or whoever that you're playing with, because you're kind of you're really easygoing about it. <laughs> people dig people dig having you because. Like you you can suck, play the, but you're funny. No, no, <laughs> but you know, you, your your voice mixes. Like you know how to mix your voice in because you did choir and stuff. You know how to mix your voice in with the different voices, so it's not you know you're not trying to overpower or take over anything, right? Yeah, you're not, man. Your your ego your ego isn't so much. That you're like, well, you know, I can you know you're not um, like that. And you know, I think we all have that a little bit, you know, yeah. but it's kind of chilled out through the years. When you get old, mm-hmm. all that stuff is like, ah. But that's why. But that's why. I mean, I, I saw you guys at I saw you guys at Dukes when it was you and Sean and and Justin playing, and it was it was fantastic because it was just the three of you dicking around on on stage at at Dukes. But you know, you each took a turn at singing a song. You kind of look at each other like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Okay, okay. And they just launch into this thing, and everybody knew what part they were gonna sing. There were no questions about. You know, oh, I got to sing and you didn't get to sing mm. or any of that kind of crap. It was just three friends playing music together and yeah, the synergy know. of that. Huh? I'm a I'm a musician. I go watch you guys play and I don't ever think like, oh, P.E.'s <laughs> sandbagging over here. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, what I, was I, that? It sounds well, great. Well, every like, so often, every so often you see P go like this when it's time to do solo and he goes. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I was, making, I'm making the oops face. Oh no, man! Like, <laughs> he goes, sorry, sorry. And the thing is, nobody notices. Like I don't, I don't ever yeah. notice. Yeah, it's funny because uh, you know, growing up playing, like everyone's, you know, when you're in a band, everyone's like, okay, take it. And uh, for a long time, I had confidence issues, like uh, even singing solo. Like it took me a long time to be comfortable with my voice and being on stage. And when it was my turn to sing, like um, I kind of sharpen my my chops over at um when i was right out of high school and college i was singing in the kcc choir and i was playing with um kuipo kumukahi was doing the, oh, the wow. um, poolside gig wow. at the sheraton yeah. and we were singing the choir and i told her I play music and she's like oh you should come down and sit in and so i ended up sitting in with her and i ended up playing with her for about a maybe a year and a half two years and in that band was like her chris kamaka brian tolentino oh. um sometimes baba alimut sometimes um uh, Greg Sardina. Mm-hmm. Wow. So all these guys, like, you know, and they just kind of grabbed onto me and just kind of pulled me through this thing. And so mm-hmm. when they would tell me, you know, take a solo, I would freak out. Or <laughs> when they told me to sing a song, and I, I would have to pick a song, but I would, like, sweat and, like, be so nervous and stuff like that. And it took me a long time to just be able to sing solo and then be able to take, like, actual guitar solos like mm. I still freak out sometimes because again I'm not the technical player and you know I've got a real job man I, <laughs> it's hard to make the time when you work all day but it's no excuse like you have to build it up you got to practice and it's more of a confidence thing so I think definitely gotten a lot better and more confident in my playing and just being able to just let go who cares now you're old right yeah like, who cares right yeah you're st- people know they know what they're getting when they come to see you play you know? <laughs> they better uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean w- one of the greatest nights though that was just a few months ago you guys were at the wait which is the where's, where's which hotel were you guys at the, with the, uh, uh, the stairs prince. by the pool yeah the, the prince, prince yeah Boy prince. yeah for some reason i couldn't remember Oh, you did the Prince gig with yeah, Justin. I was, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was yeah. him, Justin, and Sean. And I came down with my wife and my yep. friend Mike. And we just sat there. And I asked Justin, please don't call me up to sing anything. And he said, okay. And he didn't. He didn't. So I just got to sit there and enjoy it. And like I, I always tell people, like, 
I'm a fan of you guys too. I mean, I consider you my friends. Ah,、uh, same here, man. I really enjoy. So it was just a really pleasant night because I didn't have to think about what am I going to sing or you know what I could just sit there. <laughs> It's kind of stressful and, sometimes too,、yeah. right? <laughs> so I just got. I just ate. You know, normally like I'm just waiting to eat because I'm going to sing. So I, I don't want to like gorge <laughs> myself on food. Yeah, and yeah. be all like stuffed and stuff. Yeah. By the way, so, the the two of you、um, sound ridiculous. You know that, right? That you both get nervous about singing. Oh, for, for those、uh, for those of、yeah. us for、that's、those of us lay life, people、man. for those of us lay people who who like you know people who dream about being able to sing. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, go, you know you can oh, sing. Oh, it's so、Kevin. nice. To, it's so nice to just sit back and I don't have to do anything. We go, really, for real. <laughs> well, it's like that. The struggle <laughs> is real,、cool. my friend. But it's cool that the, you know. I mean, it's it's. I think the the fact that you guys struggle with it, the, you know, confidence sometimes I think makes people feel a little bit better about the lives that they yeah, lead. Yeah. No. Well, because <laughs> there have been times, and I'm sure for you as、mm-hmm. well, where like you go up there. I remember one time I I played with、uh, it was Tavana's gig. Okay. And、um, Tavana is a. Oh, he's a monster. He's, yeah, he's a monster. He, he man. is a monster, and he had、um, badass Jabari.、Uh, This guy plays. He plays a flute and other instruments and stuff.、Wow. Like so, he's played and, and Lopaka. That was the trio. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs>、yeah. it is cranking, you know, cranking.、Yeah. Like they, they're so en- high energy. Yeah. yeah. And then he he's like, I was the guest artist that night, and、uh-huh. he called me up, and I'm like, you know. <laughs> Do what you do, right? Raindrops <laughs> keep pumping. You know, they just kind of. I, I, you could feel the energy just get sucked out of the room, you know, because I'm I'm so mellow, right? So th- there's that's the kind of stuff. I mean, I don't worry about like if I can actually sing, but just like trying to pace with the oh yeah, with the whatever's going on, you know, kind、yeah. of thing. That that's the part that makes you nervous. Yeah, but yeah. then you know, you know, you just better understand how to handle the nervous energy. You know, sometimes、right. you can harness it. Sometimes you sweat buckets, man.、Uh, but you know, what do you do? I yeah, I think I worry least, too much. At least when you're、anymore. doing it, you're doing it with your friends, and、uh, yeah, yeah, some something good comes out of it most、yeah. of the time.、Um, Uh, wanted to touch on the play, because、oh, yeah. unfortunately yeah, I yeah, got yeah, to do、yeah. one of those with us. Yeah, so I we all had to do the play. The guys in the in chant because、um, we were we would、um, rent out Lisa Matsumoto's like their rehearsal space in Pro City, and so instead of having to pay, they asked if we would like to help them and do this、um, do the play、ah, that that that's summer. A, that's a pretty nice trade. That was cool. I did not、man. know. I was not aware of this. I thought they just all auditioned and they came out. No, the well,、oh. we still had to audition, bro. It wasn't a freebie, yeah, man. So,、yeah. and it was like it was something that we'd all like. We're like, okay. And I always wanted to do theater, but I think in high school I was too worried about being cool or what I thought was right, cool right, and right, stuff. Right, right, so right. I never did it. But I know watching plays in high school, I'm like, man, I could do that. But then I we auditioned for Lisa Matsumoto's play, and I'm over here like, oh, it's a piece of cake. I tell you what, man. <laughs> hey, you can be,、uh, you know, the clowniest clown in the whole wide world. Think you can do all this stuff, but to act and to to be comfortable on stage is a totally different thing. And you think you're funny until you're on stage and no one's laughing, and they're like, "Okay, that was, yeah, that didn't work." <laughs> and oh man, it's so humbling, but it's so it's so much fun.、It's、well, I was、so、telling Devin because we just watched Once Upon One Time. Yeah, we did once upon、uh, and, a not a time, right? Yeah, and、yeah. uh, Devin, I can't believe he memorizes all that. All、uh, yeah, yeah, man. That's that that's in itself. And he goes, he's like, you know, he's humble, like, oh, you know, I've been doing it a long time. But at some point, there was nothing in your brain, and you had to fill it with all those mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. So that is a feat in itself. Well, I just it used、really、the、cool. word meanwhile a lot. Yeah, and on the other side of the force. 
Yeah, as, long yeah, as, I, as long as I keep those two phrases in my head, I'm good. Because <laughs> no matter what, somebody's in the middle of the forest, meanwhile in the forest or on the other side of the forest. Yeah. So, so yeah. that play, was, it was really good. And the cool thing about Lisa's plays, or I, I mean, I was, I was only part of that one, but all the cast that were there have either done Lisa Matsumoto plays before or have acted somewhere else. And so, I mean, the, the amount of experience of being on stage and, and doing that stuff, uh, it was awesome. And so, you know, they helped us to work out a lot of the bugs and, you know, give us pointers, this and that, feel, you know, help us to feel comfortable on stage. And, you know, by the time it was showtime, the first few was the first few were a little rough. But once you get in the mode and you see what works and what doesn't and, you know, how you move on stage and, oh, man, by the once we hit our stride, it was so much fun. But don't you feel like kids should have at least one experience doing something like oh, that yeah. yes yeah. absolutely man even if even if it sucks and you hate it and you never want to do it ever again it is it is nice to do it's it's fun it's it's fun to get that immediate feedback from people but i mean you guys get that playing music too right right right. So. yeah, yeah. but uh you know my daughter did um diamond head theater oh, where she's done a couple nice. of those and it really like you know you can see their personality come out oh, and yeah. it forces them to to be a little bit more social and, and interactive, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think for sure. I think everybody should do at least one. Well, that's why I mean it was nice to it was nice to do the show with my daughter, uh, mm-hmm. this last one because, um, yeah, uh, people met her and said your daughter is so cool. <laughs> they yeah. like her better than me actually. The people in the cast, but it was nice because she was able to 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 be forced into that it's weird because the kids nowadays they don't get forced to do it they can sit in a room somewhere too much video games yeah and and play video games and they don't have to be social with people but this forced her to be social and then you found she found out that she actually liked it and there were people in the show that she bonded with and you know and it was it was good for her you know that's awesome and I was able to kind of go okay you, yeah. you got this right on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so that was a, it's definitely a good experience. But they were they sure. were awesome. Having chant in the thing oh, I was can killer. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> we're like, sing a song! Sing yeah. a song! We got all those vocalists like, on, there. But, you know, we all got turned on to uh, Billy Mann together. And, yeah, man. You know, and we'd sit there and, and party with them all night. So it was, it was good fun. It well, seems like a lifetime ago, man, those chant gigs. Because, I mean, it was, seems like it was yesterday, but... Really? Like, was it Pizza Bob's? Really? I was going to say, there's a pizza place in Restaurant Road. So yeah, Pizza Bob's pizza is Bob's where Bob's I would go and watch Chant. This was like oh, before man. me. And that's I when see. like, um, you know, Ben was still playing with them. And yeah. they would do that gig at Restaurant Road. And back yeah. then, Restaurant Road was happening. Pizza Bob's, yeah, you had right. the Bar, you had yeah. Oceans, um, you know, um, was it Blue Zebra and whatever else was over there. Yeah. So it was happening. It's, so those, yeah. are, those are good times when they would play there. And they would play at Jaren's in Kailua too. That's right. Jaren's was killer. I used to get snuck in over there too, you know. That was only like (laughs) 19, 20. So. Luckily, you always looked a little older. No, I didn't. I had baby face. I was chubby. (laughs) Back then, yeah, when when those years, I was very conscious of everybody else who was out in the scene. Yeah, me too. Because we were trying to like build our career, right? So it's like, what are these guys doing that's working? And what are these guys, you know? So I remember going and watching Champ, but I'm like, oh, these guys are good. Like they can actually sing. I remember, um, (laughs) so um, a good friend of mine in high school, her name was Shannon Makanui. And she was actually my my girlfriend in high school, but we, you know, part of ways, and we were were always good friends, but she told me about this band that was playing at Coffee Talk. 
<laughs> and I'm like, who is that? And she's like, oh, their name is Pure Heart, this and that. And I went and I would go dance hula. They pull me up and yeah, dance. Yeah, I was gonna say that name sounds very familiar. If you seen her face, you would know. And so she would talk about you guys. I'm like, who the hell are these monkeys? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm in Tamalai. <laughs> We're so much better. And then, uh, and then, not not long after that. I was at KCC and um, Jake, me and Jake were in a class together. Oh. And so we we're in like some like music, some writing intensive music class. And so I got to know Jake and he was like, oh, yeah, I play ukulele. I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. This is, this is Jake. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Before he was Jake. Yeah. And he was with you guys. And he was like, yeah, you know, I got this band, Pure Heart. I'm like, I heard about you guys. Where are you guys <laughs> playing? And I think it was right before the album hit or came out or whatever. And then the album came out, and, and we just finished class and stuff. And I, and the album came out. I'm like, holy crap, that's Jake. Good <laughs> heart. Oh, what? And then I think I, I went to go see you guys when you guys played out at Borders. It was a, a promo oh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Waikele side. And I came out for that, and I was like, man, these guys are badass. You know, and, and that's the thing, though. Like, I think in Hawaii, like, everybody, you know, they have that first, like, standoffish thing. Yeah. Like, but then... Everyone becomes friends after. I don't know how that it's, works. It's when you're young too, man. When you're in your twenties yeah, and you're like, it's just like, ah, oh, my band's the best. Taz and Thompson would play with us. You know, they would come. That's and what practice. I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what they would tell and me. And it was just, uh, it was a good vibe, but it's just, it was just too many people. I think. I don't know. <laughs> it just didn't didn't work out. But uh, I mean, Taz and Thompson, uh, you know, man, no love so lost for any of those guys. Like I'm super uh, happy. Yeah, they're so talented. I think they. I mean, Taz is he's a front guy, man. You yeah. know, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, max. Yeah. I mean, he can play in any band yeah. and he can play any instrument. Yeah. But he's so charismatic and he's he's got to be in the front for me. Like That's Taz got to be in the front. That's true. You know, because every other band, you're like, oh, he's playing bass, but he needs to be in the front, man. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen these guys for and so it, long. And it's cool because when when I met Taz, this was kind of high school or mm-hmm. early college time, he had this, like, uh, really fast vibrato Yes, in his I voice. remember that. Mm. And then I remember, like, taking a tape to my vocal coach and being like, how does this guy, you know, like, can – because obviously it might be a – it, it doesn't. It sounds kind of weird at first. You okay. Know? And he's like, "Oh, I can fix that in one lesson." I was wow. like, "Oh, okay." And then, boom! Like, I, I guess he has ran into somebody, but like, his voice is so smooth now. Yep. So mm. nice to listen to. Um, oh man, it's crazy how everybody uh, grew so much and yeah, doing so well. It's so awesome. It's crazy how uh, you know, we were so like we never really gigged together. Really, mm. I mean, we did. We did a few gigs through the years, but. We were so close, like we were right yeah, there, man. even with Justin. Like we were right there until we finally like clicked, and everybody was like, "Oh, hey, yeah. oh, we're friends. You're friends, holy <laughs> moly!" That's hey. so weird. Yeah, we've been satellites for so long. It's crazy, but then it's really cool how like how we all are now. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like I can call since up you're the whatever. elder statesman of radio uh, music. Now. I, ain't, I ain't that old, brother. You are old. <laughs> you all are old. I'll never get old. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously though, like it seems like, I mean, you, you look and like, man, that kid's good. All these kids are, they're yeah. so good. But then they are compared to us. We're the old dogs now, you yeah. know, like yeah. we're not but, that but old. What are you, what are you doing with that, that looper thing? Can you oh, show me? Man. Like they're they're teaching me yeah. how to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, like laying down beats on the first take, and I'm like, how yeah. do you do that? <laughs> I'll mess up every time, and I'll be like, you know, three minutes into the same song, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Uh, no, yeah. I can't. Do yeah, but that. I mean, the thing is, the 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 young ones can still learn something from what you guys do and how you guys represent. 
You know what I mean? I, 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 I'll, I'll continue to say that because I, I, I do agree. The kids now, um, there, there is some talent there. They, they've, they've kind of shortened the amount of time it takes to get better, right? Mm -hmm. Before it used to, I mean, it, it was, it was not a months-long process. It was a year-long process to get to where you needed to be. Now, it takes them months but there's still this aspect of it that they need to learn that sometimes they don't and that's the aspect of uh the showmanship part of it well there's nothing that can replace reps right yeah even yeah, on radio right. just because there there are no there are no gigs for them to do now so they sit in a room and they play and you and you listen to them play and you go okay but then they get up there and then they do you know all of their stuff you know they do all their loops and you go all right and then you guys get up or you get up, mm -hmm. you know, with whoever you're playing with. And mm -hmm. there's just a marked difference in the performance. Oh, level. man. Last oh, week yeah. we did a Pure Heart did a gig and uh, Makaha sons were there, too. Uncle Jerome. Yeah. Man, that guy's yeah. so good at the banter, yeah. man. Yeah. He had oh, me yeah. cracking up the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Yeah. yeah. And he does it. He does it so effortless. Even like yeah. Robert, man. Robert gets up there. Robert Casimiro. He gets up there and he just starts telling these stories. These are masters, man. And you're like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You can play. He can do one song. Talk for 45 minutes. Nobody's going to care. Yeah. We're just going to say like, whatever. We, we came to see Robert. And that's and to me, that's a, that's a testament to to how good it was i mean it, like when you uh when you got up with justin uh when you guys played blue note right mm -hmm. when justin changed up how he did it where it was more of a storyteller sort of thing where he would talk about the songs and i i mean granted i'm old so i enjoy it but uh, i think that aspect of it you if you're a new person who came out you're just trying to get your songs out right whereas mm -hmm. this one you hearing this justin remember seriously? yeah Tell stories about your story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, Thank you. Listen. The the idea that the idea that you let it because when I when I went to see you guys, that was that was the thing was the the songs were allowed to breathe, the stories were allowed to breathe, and it made people it, it affects you in a different way when you understand the song. When he talks about that's why when you and I, well, the three of us earlier before this, we're talking about listening to his latest album, right? Yeah. Back to the Blue, and we all want to call him and go, brother. You okay or what? <laughs> and well, these songs right? tell some heavy stories, yeah. but what is the story behind the song? Like, I yeah. mean, I mean, the songs are really heavy, and I'm sure there's a lot that you can tell without getting too deep. But yeah. I've always told them, I'm like, man, you know, these gigs, like, you have such good songs, but instead of going rolling from song to song to all the old stuff, sorry, man, I don't want to hear the old stuff, dude. We want to, because we know. I always tell Justin, dude, we know who you are already. Yeah, yeah. People want to come. People want to hear the old stuff. Okay, great. Give them a two-minute teaser. But we want to hear where you where you're at now. Like, what are you doing? What is the stuff that you're playing? And when you hear the new stuff, oh my god, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. Some stuff is like, okay, uh, that was cool. That's cool. But yeah. there, I guarantee you, there'll be like two or three that you're like, Damn. by the by the time you you hear this podcast. That grateful song is gonna be released on our. I'm telling you, man. That is such a good yeah. song, man. Yeah, yes. so good. But so. it's but it's also the fact that when you guys sit together, like if it's you and Sean and him, right? The the three of you will sit there and work out an arrangement so that the song is not the song you're gonna hear on the record necessarily, mm -hmm. and that's okay, right? Even when you guys get together, yeah, yeah. the song is never this. Well, the reason the song is never the same is because the three of you never practice. So <laughs> Oh. They just so they go. You're not the only ones that don't <laughs> practice. <laughs> but I, but that but again that uh, that ability to roll with it, that ability to to add the musicianship to it, right? The kids, sorry, but the kids now 
They don't do that. They play the song the way they learn the song, the way they perform it. They they very rarely add stuff to it. So when you went when I went to just uh, sorry I, I hate to bring it up again but when you went to that Blue Note show, you knew the song they were playing, but you didn't know the song you were playing until about I don't know, like a, at least mm, a minute into the song mm. because you're like what the hell is this Wait, song? I know this song. But yeah, I like know I know song. it. It sounds familiar. And then you launch it and you go oh shit. Nah. Right, but it's that it's that aspect of it that um, most a, a lot of people who are younger don't. You know understand. where that comes from? Where not wanting to do the song, and you're like, uh-huh. okay, how are we <laughs> gonna do this song so it's not the same old song? Okay, how about we do it like this? Oh, that kind of uh, okay, yeah, let's do it like that. You know, but it's cool because you gotta you gotta have that that um, that time put in that you understand. Like if. If all you did was play reggae music, if all you did was play Hawaiian music, that would be all you would add to it. But because of your R&B background, because you worked with, you know, Nolan and everybody else, all of that informs it. And, well, it's also because Sean's freaking brilliant, too. But, you know, I mean, and, and Justin is, I mean, you guys are all have that ability now to go, mm-hmm. ah, let's take the song and let's put this spin on it. And people still love it, right? Yeah, I mean, not to take away from Paul Nelson and uh, Ethan Capone that play with us too, man. Yeah. Those are oh, I'm two sorry, guys. Heavy, yeah, 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 yeah. heavy hitters, and yeah. they also contribute to a lot of that. You're like, what if we do this? What if we do that? And um, for me, it's been a, br- a blessing because I, you know it's funny because I, I I wasn't playing for a long time, and with COVID and stuff, nobody, no one was really playing. But a lot of guys were doing the podcasting. But yeah. I took a break, man. I took a, like a two two and a half year break from really even playing guitar almost you know mm-hmm. it was kind of covid kind of busted me up a little bit mentally mm-hmm. i think every everybody kind of dealt with covid their own way mm-hmm. sure um but um it was kind of heavy my girlfriend chanel lives in hilo and so um with covid not happening everybody's quarantined i was like ah, am i even gonna see her <laughs> like holy moly yeah. with some other stuff so um i took a break and then um you know just coming back to playing, um, Justin said, hey, man, I got this gig coming up. Right when COVID was finishing, I'm like, holy crap, okay. Plugged in my pedal board. Pedal board didn't work, so I scrambled and got something else. But then um, we started gigging again. Mm-hmm. And I joked because I'm like, dude, of all the gigs, like this is my only gig. And they started laughing. I'm like, like what a gig to have. Your only gig and you're playing with Justin, <laughs> Sean, Ethan, yeah. you know, um, Paul, all these yeah. like heavy dudes, you know. Yeah. Like I'm blessed. To be able to say, like, I've got this one gig, but this one gig I'm playing with all these, you know, hammers. These other great musicians, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. I could yeah. be playing at, like, I don't know, down the bar somewhere at some restaurant, you know, yeah. but I choose well, not to. Well, there's nothing I'm wrong, man, Stex, Stex was awesome. <laughs> well, those days are gone, man. Those Stex days, like, there's no there's no place like Stex or, like, a Kincaid's or, like, no. even, like, a pure bar. Yeah. Hashtag you know? bring back Stex. The only place right now is Moni, Moni Grill, and they've got. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to plug anything, but it's nice because they've got a big stage. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, where where's Ryan's Moani? used to be. Uh, right? No, that, no, that's the one. In the, they have one in Kapolei. Uh-huh. Oh, Moni Island Bistro, oh. and there's one in Waikiki at International Marketplace. Oh, okay. Oh, and, uh, okay, okay. Good friends at work there, but anyway, they I like it because they took the time to build the stage and have a great sound system. Mm, nice. And um, you know, a lot of places are lacking that. You know, a lot of places are. Which just, is sad because good sound systems are not that hard to get anymore. Right. You know, you need like to pay you them, can, pay can, the money, and get something good. Well, and also, could you pay the money to the entertainers too? Just saying. Like making them pay, if, making them play for like five hours for like a hundred bucks and some food is kind of. You know, back up. in the day, we used to get a cut from the bar. 
That's Remember right. That? Oh, I do. No, we I don't would get that. we would get a little bit from the from the restaurant, but if you sold a certain amount, a certain amount yeah. after that, you yeah. get the you get a and cut. And that was very incentivizing oh, to bring people. Oh, nice. man, Stex was banging with people. <laughs> yeah. We made a lot of money because we had a tip jar. We used to charge at the door, and we would get a cut. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I want to bring that back one day. But but anyway, okay. Anyway, we we have to get into the section. So oh, okay. So PE, let's go. If you were stranded on a desert island you. for the rest of eternity and you could only bring three albums with you mm. to listen to for the Ooh. rest of time. That's a good one. What what three albums would you bring? This, buddy. Okay. Right now, I would probably bring um, Asia, Steely Dan. Mm. Okay. Oh, that, that makes a lot awesome. of sense. Yeah. Awesome. One. I would probably bring... Oh, man. This is hard, dude. <laughs> I would probably bring... Stevie Wonder, Talking Book. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know. It just depends what day it is. You know, look, look at all these albums. I know. I, I, no. I, I kind of go back and forth on the third one, too. I've been looking. So I've been listening to that album. I, you can't even find this album. In Olamana? Print. Olamana Seabird C- album. Oh, okay. Seabird? Seabird. Seabird. You can find it on YouTube, though. But my third album would probably be, because I miss him a lot, would probably be um, Brother Nolan's Greatest Hits, man, that yellow album. Oh, the mm. yellow album, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweet Asian Honey, Jamie Lee, you know, yeah. all that's like, all the hits, but Puel, you know, um, Sing With The Stars. These are all the other songs that you probably don't hear very much on the radio. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, man. Definitely that album was ahead of its time for sure. Yeah. And he's always been ahead of his time. So I miss I miss my pops. Um haven't reached out for a while, but he lives on the big island now. He yeah. lives in Waimea. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, uh, him and Blaine sing. And Brother Blaine, yeah, my yeah. man. I haven't seen that guy for a long time, but they're Me either, yeah. They're on the big island doing their thing. So yeah, those three albums. All right. Well we're gonna take a break. We're gonna cut to our Patreon, play something. We're Music, gonna grab some yay. of the, the stuff around and, and do something. So thanks everybody. We will see you next week. Thank you. Aloha.